This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 270 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Um, it's going better now. The power's back on. The uh, yeah. AC can be running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My, uh, my we were concerned. Here. About, yeah. Yeah. Yep. About our freezer contents. Mm, yep. Yep. And my uh, wife just got out and bought a lot of frozen fruit for uh, pie making. And uh, that would have sucked. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, my uh, as I was sitting down here in my room, which is both my office and my bedroom and my entertainment center, uh, I was staring up at the thermometer, seeing it creep up to 84 degrees with 67% humidity. I said, yeah. that's just not acceptable. And I know some might say, well, look what's going on out in Oregon. You know, they 115 degrees setting records. And apparently only like 23% of them out there have air conditioning or something yeah, ridiculous not, like that. They're not, uh, they're not equipped for weather like this. Yeah. No, it's the same way that like when Virginia started getting snow a couple of years ago, they were like, we don't know what the fuck to do. They didn't yeah, have, they don't have the infrastructure there. to handle it. They don't have plows. <laughs> Yeah, and they and nobody had shovels because you never needed a shovel. What would you need that for? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, but that's where we're at. Ah, hell's bells. Hell's to the bells. So, did you watch a lot of stuff this week? I did actually. Um, oh. Yeah. How about yourself? No, not really. No, no. I, uh, I worked evening shift one night. I uh, went to wrestling on Friday and Saturday night. Oh, and on Sunday, we went to New Hampshire to my brother's house. We got that kind of late. So I, I actually have not watched a lot of um, – and what I have watched has been like we watched uh, – I, I watched a few more episodes of Orange is the New Black. Okay. Uh, finishing up that the finale, the final season of that show, it, it's okay. It, you know, I watched a couple episodes of Grimm. Um, again, I enjoyed the first couple seasons pretty thoroughly. Then, it, you know, then we get, it starts to go downhill. We get some hit or miss episodes, so that's still that's still chugging along. And then the wife and I have been uh, catching up on America's Got Talent. It's a uh, <clears throat> We're kind of on the third uh, episode of the um, auditions, so 
Uh, how's that going? I know that you weren't all that thrilled the last time we talked about it. Yeah, the first episode really wasn't that good. Uh, second episode got a little bit better. Third episode got a little bit better. But the first episode really wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've watched enough of these between America's Got Talent and, and this and everything. So that, I mean, and, uh, and the, the not the voice, but uh, American Idol and everything that it's like we can tell when they're setting up to show us something that's going to be absolutely freaking terrible because, like, the person looks ridiculous, just looks absurdly absurd mm-hmm. or their group does or whatever. And then they get out there and they even do like a little promo video on them and talk about their history. And so it's like, yeah, they're trying to, because normally they only do that for people that are going to be advancing or, you know, they've already determined, Hey, this is a person's got a good story. Um, but sometimes they do some red herrings out there. And there was one guy, uh, Johnny showman, uh, Johnny showcase or Johnny showman, uh, he was a song and dance man, and he had a couple backup singers that were girls, and he had a spiritual advisor that kind of did some harmonies with him. And um, I just thought it was just going to be a, a complete joke, terrible. Uh, it was phenomenal. <laughs> mm. So that was kind of funny. And um, but yeah, it was uh, it's it's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Okay, well that's yeah. good because I like I said I knew you were disappointed in the beginning, and you've always yeah. liked that show. So yeah. Yeah, but for our shows, the only two I really watched uh, were Loki and uh, Legends. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I I didn't even get a chance to try to look up and uh, and find um, Kevin can fuck himself. Well, let me save you some time there. Oh, excellent! This is what I thought. So. The concept of it seemed really intriguing. Yes, and it did. The, con- the concept that we see from the trailers is that like she's in a sitcom, but she's starting to hate her husband, and so she wants to kill him. Um, well, it's very hard to follow. Like they did that thing where it's they're hour long episodes, and they put the first two episodes on as one episode. So they're like, you know, Oh, here's the premiere, but it was two episodes back to back. And it's very hard to follow. Um, because every time Kevin is on the screen, it is a sitcom. You've got the canned laugh track. You've got people making the quippy remarks. Like they all talk like they are in a sitcom, including her. Like they make the little smart alecky comebacks and you know, you get the ooh from the audience and such. Everything's brighter, more vibrant. Um, and then as soon as he's off screen, like if he goes in another room or if she steps out of the house, it all becomes very muted, very dark. Everything's gross and grimy. Um, and, we don't get to see a lot. It's almost like we got thrown in the middle of this. Um, and they don't explain any of it. They don't explain why this stuff is changing. Um, in the first episode, basically she wants to get a house. Like they live in uh, Worcester and they all got the thick Boston accent, but they live in Worcester, Bob. And, uh, you know, in like townhouse style apartment places, uh, They've got, you know, his best friend and sister live next door and uh, she wants to move to a house. She wants to get an actual house. She's like, we've been saving for 10 years. We've got enough in savings to put a, uh, money down on a house. This will be great. And she finds a place and talks to a realtor. And um, 
he keeps, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to. And then finally he's like, OK, whatever you want, you get, you know, in typical sitcom husband fashion after telling her that his boss is coming by and he's having a rager of a party and his boss heard there was a party. And so he's going to be there. So you've got to distract him and have like a fancy party out here while I have the rager in the other room. It, it's very kitschy. Um, and then we find out at the end of the episode that from the sister who lives next door this is the sister of his best friend not his sister she's like yeah he uh he's been getting into trouble selling fake uh memorabilia for years and your savings is gone there is no money in that account she's like you have nothing you have no money you will never get out of this place and i kept waiting for there to be like a twilight zone thing or for there to be like some kind of an abusive situation but there's not it's this very even in the second episode it's just this very slow like she's coming to terms with the fact that she wants to murder him and so she's like trying to look up the perfect murderer on the internet at the local library um it it's just i don't know i can't recommend it I, I can't say go watch this because I don't even know if I want to keep watching it. I think that pretty much just uh, sums it up. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll also buzz through a couple of things here. Uh, I finished solos. Oh, yeah. Um, Worth yep. it? Nope. Nice. Uh, they had a woman who was giving birth to a baby by herself in a cabin and she tried calling a doctor and he was like, you know, be very careful with him. He's very precious. And it was one of these weird situations where like she had been artificially inseminated, but it's in the future. So the baby aged rapidly. Like first it was a baby, then it was a toddler to the point where the police showed up to check on her because she had been calling them because the kid was kind of evil. And, uh, so the cops showed up and uh, he, the kid was now a young man, like 21, 22 years old. Yeah. We got no resolution. And then the final one was interesting, but not interesting enough to be like, oh, it's such a twist. Basically, it was Morgan Freeman and that guy from uh, uh, Legion who keeps showing up in all of them is like the voice of the computer and stuff. Yeah. He went to meet up with this guy, and basically we find out that Morgan Freeman's whole role in this was that he steals memories from people and lives them himself, and uh, he's kind of a junkie about it. So it's given him dementia, and he doesn't remember a lot. But this guy's like, you stole the memories of my mother. You stole all of her memories, and then you stole my memory of her, and yeah. I want it back. And so they talk about his mother and – it was just very unsatisfying. It sounds very unsatisfying. Um, third episode of Sweet Tooth was great. Um, we got to meet a new faction of kids who are trying to help hybrids, and they're training in VR. Um, I, I'm actually still really enjoying this show. I'm not going to go into too much detail in case you do want to pick it back up, but um, yeah. it is it is good. And uh, I picked up a couple of new shows this week. Um, as I mentioned to you, uh, I did get the subscription to Apple TV plus five bucks a month. I mean, couldn't beat it. I watched the first episode of Ted Lasso because like I said, it shows up everywhere. I turn. Yes. He's talking about Ted Lasso. Um, by the end of the first episode of Ted Lasso, I was like, yeah, I'll watch more of this. Um, 
basically the story of Ted Lasso is like a modern uh, take on the movie Major League, but with a few changes. So basically, like, there's this cutthroat woman who owns this uh, football team. And by football, I mean soccer. Um, She got it in the divorce from her husband because he was cheating on her with, like, 50 different women. Um, So she got the club. And she has hired Ted Lasso to come over and be the coach of the club because he is from Kansas and he basically took this ragtag group all the way up to state champs and did a great job. And he was like a, you know, lauded for this. So she's like, you're going to come over and coach my team. But then by the end of the first episode, she basically says that she's doing this and has him there because she hates her husband, her ex-husband, and he loved this team more than anything. So she wants to see it fail. So it's kind of like major league in that respect. Remember how she wanted the team to fail so that she could move them and she could move. Yes. To Florida? Yes. So it's reminding me of that. Uh, I like it. I'm going to keep watching it. Okay. Um, I also picked up the show mythic quest, which is right up my alley. It's a uh, show that is a fictional MMO that's being developed or the first expansion for this hugely popular MMO, like a world of Warcraft kind of thing yep. is uh, being developed. And you get to see inside the game developers uh, room. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. If you like video games, if you like the, the game development type stuff, it's a fun show. I like it. Another half All hour right. show. It's good. Um, I also, spent some time this weekend with Julia and she got me to sit down and finally watch the first three episodes of the anime attack on Titan. Big thumbs up. I'm looking forward to watching more of this. Oh, you haven't watched that yet. No, no, I had never pulled the trigger on it. She's like, Oh my God, I love it. And she isn't caught up. So we started back from the beginning and this coming weekend, we're going to watch more. I did not know you had not watched attack on Titan. Yeah. So that is, uh, it's a good show, and it does get kind of violent. It's already kind of creepy with the big old goofy-looking titans with their stupid smiles just biting yep. people and spraying blood everywhere. Yum. Yep. Also, so yeah, I'm going to watch more of that. I'm very excited. Uh, I have to share this with you because I know you'll appreciate it. Um, this week's episode of Rick and Morty uh, featured some of the most bizarre stuff ever where basically these squid like aliens are coming down and they kill the entire family in the first like five seconds of the show. Uh And then we pan over to another version of the family and they're like, Oh, they killed the decoys. And we spend the episode watching different Rick and Morty families find out that they're either decoys or try to hunt down other decoy families because Rick is so paranoid that somebody's going to come kill him. that He's created exact duplicate families around the globe. So at one point, he's talking about how hard it is to determine uh, who's decoys and who's not because some of the decoys started making their own decoys thinking that they were real. And he's like, I guess at this point, we're just going to have to go all Highlander. And they all just kind of look at him and he goes, what? You don't know what I'm talking about? And they're like, no. And he's like, nobody ever watched that movie, 1986? It's a classic. Oh, my God. We're totally renting that after this. Sean Connery plays a guy called The Spaniard and did absolutely nothing with the accent. It's amazing. I thought it was phenomenal. And then at the end of the episode, one of the, uh, one of the decoy families that got away was like a synthetic Pinocchio kind of like they were made of wood and they had like voice boxes and Jerry ran away because Jerry's a coward always. And he gets, uh, mauled by some beavers who want to 
<clears throat> basically use his body parts for their dam. But the whole time in the background, very low, they're playing Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen right out oh, of Highlander. Nice. And I fucking loved it. So I was like, yeah, Highlander references for the win. Yeah, I really didn't watch anything that uh, I got that emotionally uh, excited about this week. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us about uh, Legends and then Loki? Uh, sure. So, <laughs> Legends... <laughs> Come on, man, you had two shows. I know, I know, I know. Um, so, the, they go, what, to 1977? The fine where Sarah got abducted, mm-hmm. right? Uh, back to the back to the uh, finale. Yeah, back to the finale part two. They didn't. Um, so they don't know that they just assume Sarah's dead at this point. They don't know that she's well, cause she is dead, but they don't know there's a clone Sarah out there. Right. So everybody but Ava goes back to 1977 to London. Um, they they just can't seem to get their shit together at all. They um. They find Ava in the past who, you know, she's still about the timeline then. So she tells them they need to go back to the future. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they they do. Uh, Oh, Zari finds out that Constantine doesn't have magic anymore. And she's cool about it. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty damn cool about it. She's like, no more lying, but, you know, maybe you'll get it back. I'm sure you'll keep trying. Um, oh, future Nate shows up to say that their, their plans fail before, <laughs> before he gets erased. <laughs> he's got an eye patch, dark hair, and he's wearing Constantine's jacket because Constantine got killed and he had to, uh, impersonate yeah. Constantine. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty friggin' hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, oh, uh, the, 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 the other clone there, what's his name? Uh, Gary, not as cool X-Men Bishop. Bishop, yes. Bishop tells Sarah that she died from the poison, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, is is what we saw her get bit with, and there's there's apparently no cure for it, right. um, and you know burns her up. Yeah, the, uh, the dead Sarah. Sorry, yeah. the dead Sarah it's, gets gets incinerated. Right. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. What else happened? I love that they uh, told Spooner, oh. they were like, yeah, this is the finale. And she's like, what's a finale? And they're like, well, stick around long enough. You'll see one. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love that it's really not the finale because there's only episode seven and there's eight more episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, speaking of Spooner, because you brought up her and Sarah, they, you know, they they talk about their fears of, of not being able to protect the people they love. Right. Um, and then current Sarah gets injured in front of everybody or a couple of people. I think Mick was one of them. And then she regenerates. Um, so they find out something's, you know, wrong with her. And, uh, Bishop lets her know that she's uh, infused with alien DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, Mick, that was, being, that was the best way to make them super human. Yes. And then Mick being Mick, you know, he kills Bishop because he acts impulsively. He thinks this will end this guy, but you know, really it doesn't. Um, but Gary does blow up Bishop's base. Uh, the Ava clones they stay behind, and they get attacked by the. Uh, oh, and then Kayla sacrifices herself, which surprised me. Yeah, 
when the uh, uh was it the those alien creatures come at them the one that killed sarah real sarah and yeah. allows sarah mick and gary and everybody to escape and um so that surprised me i thought we were going to see her on the show more as a love interest for mick right but yeah. notice though she like she vanished like yeah i think i think she'll be back yeah uh, maybe she's like clinging to the ship or something, but yeah, she was like an off-screen death. Yeah. So that's I yes, that's best that. way to describe it, off-screen death. And um, I mean, they do. It is kind of almost like it's gonna be a mid-season finale because you know, Sarah proposes to Ava, who obviously accepts her proposal, and it did wrap up like this. Feels like a mid-season finale. Not that there was just an episode on last night because we're recording this on Monday, June twenty-eighth. So. Right. And I have I haven't watched last night's episode yet. But it's a western, from what I saw. And apparently, it'll have um, the guy who plays Diggle in there, but I don't think he's going to be Diggle. He's going to. Be oh, okay. I didn't know that one. man. Well, either way, I'm there for it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it thoroughly. I uh, I continue to love the show. Um, and oh, again, yeah. This show is uh, we had that one week episode a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. But otherwise, it, it's been good. It basically, you know, it pokes fun at itself constantly. It's yes. just great. You know, the fact that they were like, yeah, this was the finale of last season. She's like, what's a finale? You know, like they, yeah. they know that they're in a show, but they don't like they're not quite fourth wall breaking, but they're almost there. It's pretty. Yeah, exactly. So we have eight episodes left this season. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Doesn't that feel like a lot? No, it does. Yes, it does feel like an awful lot. Yes. Uh, See, what else did you watch, sir? I know we both watched Loki. Uh, That's all that I watched for shows. I mean, okay. So I guess we'll talk about Loki. What'd you think? Uh, I thought that it was a good episode that really like this kind of, this was the Loki show, you know, this was the, let's get to know Loki, both sides of the fence. Yeah. Um, You cut out a little bit. Sorry. Um, You know, it's both sides of the fence. It's Loki versus Loki um, kind of brought up a few questions about whether or not, uh, Loki, th- this Sylvie is Sylvie. actually a Loki or is Sylvie <sighs> something else? Yeah, that was very interesting because she's like, oh, don't call me that. I'm Sylvie. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we got to we got to talk about their things. You know, she's like, oh, well, you were a prince. Were there any princesses? And he's like, man, those and princes. Um, we got to talk about a little bit of their upbringing and, you know, she didn't have a mother. He did. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I I enjoyed the episode. We got to know the backstory of Sylvie, like like you were saying. You know, um, it picks up where the episode two left off. They're back at the TVA, and Sylvie's trying to find the timekeepers, and Loki follows her. Um, And then when they're about to both kind of be killed, essentially, he teleports them away, and they end up on a planet, uh, Lemonis 1, in the year 2077. 
And because of how the, the, the telpad there, or tempad, whatever, is programmed by Sylvie, it brought them to where it's going to be the apocalyptic event of that world so they could go undetected. Right. And essentially the moon is, is going to be crashing into the planet. It's breaking mm-hmm. up. Um, tempad runs out of power, of course. Throughout the episode, they kind of fight with each other. Um, and then they basically decide, okay, we're going to get on this train. It's heading this thing called the Ark, which is the evacuation spaceship. We're going to get on the spaceship, and we're going to get out of here, right? And Or that's where the spaceship can actually recharge the tempad. So they get on the they, – they, they get their way on the train, you know, who's neat, but with them both – Basically, she's like, let's do my plan. He's like, no, we'll do my plan. And, and so he does his plan to a point, and then she kind of does her plan. So them working together actually get them on the train. Yeah. But then she falls asleep, and Loki gets drunk and leads a sing-along with the passengers on the plane and on the train. And he's not in his guard uniform disguise anymore. He's wearing his regular clothes now, which has his coat that says variant on it. <laughs> yep. Um, and it basically, the one of the rich people complain. And they get into a fight, and Loki gets thrown off the train, and Sylvie jumps off the train to, after him because he has the tempad still, and it, it gets broken when they land. So after more fighting, verbally arguing and talking, they head out towards uh, where the Ark is, uh, where they get there. But on the walk there, it's interesting because Sylvie had, you know, talks about uh, – how she found out about the timekeepers, how she got into that, that TVA guard's head and tricked her with, um, you know, using scenes from her memories to try to put her in a familiar place so she would reveal the secrets to her, to, to Sylvie. And mm-hmm. Sylvie tells Loki that all the TVA workers, they're all variants. They were not created by the timekeepers as, as they think, um, and that they were just people like you and me, but then they became variants that, that are now working for the TVA and they have no memory of their, of their own past, but so we could see it in like that guards uh, brain memories, if you will. Right. Which um, blows Loki's mind because he's like, no, I was told that they were just, that they were born yeah. inside the TVA. Yeah. And she's like, of course not. So he's actually seems concerned. He's like, well, f- they, they don't know that they need to be told. Yep. Um, so they, uh, they get to the where the this shuttle is the the ark and and then now they have to battle because the, the moon's really coming at them now and it's raining down debris from the, that's broken up through the atmosphere and so now this is what I never understood you have this ark ship where all the rich people are on it and it's gonna fly away and all the guards and soldiers are fighting people back to stop them from going on the ship what what why. What what motivation do they have to help the rich people live and they're just going to stay and die? Right. So there's just big fight scene. Uh Huh? Just just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No. Unless like their loved ones were on the ark so they can escape. And, you know, like, you know, they're in the bowels of the Titanic type of thing. So Loki and Sylvie are fighting their way there because they're going to get their way on the ark and they're battling all these people and everything. But then the ark gets destroyed thus ending their journey and thus ending the episode with them stranded. Yes. Cause in the original apocalypse, the arc never got off the planet, right? Like, it blew up. So Loki's like, well, what if we fix that? What if we get it off here? And like, it gets shattered by debris. Like the debris rips right down through it. So they were yes. planning on changing the timeline 
which, you know, uh, that's what they're after anyway. So, uh, yeah, but now what are they going to do? How are they going to get out? Yeah, I guess we'll find that out in episode four. We'll have to. Um, I thought it was interesting, too, listening to them talk about um, powers, like how each of them have different powers. I mean, for starters, Sylvie conjures a sword out of nowhere. He goes with two daggers. Uh, But his powers are more illusion and trickery, and she calls him a magician. You know, it's like she's run into this version before. You know, she's like, oh, so you're just a magician. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, Whereas with her, she can actually influence their minds. But she talks about how she has to make physical contact with them. And then she kind of like feels her way inside their mind. And then it becomes like the Jedi mind trick where, uh, you know, the stronger willed one, she has to fight against it. And then they're actually conscious in there with her and they can see what's going on. Whereas the weak willed ones, she can just kind of like mow right over them. They don't know what's going on. They're like pushed right out of their own brain. Yeah. So it was fun that they, uh, you know, they're not just different versions of Loki, but they're actually, this is how my power is involved. And he, he well, like you said, though, if that is even Loki. Right, right. It's true. I mean, this is a multiversal kind of thing, so. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> uh, news and trailers? Did you watch any movies? Oh, I did not. Did you? I did. Boy, you oh. did not watch a lot this week, did you? I really, I, either I worked or I was at live wrestling on Friday and Saturday and I was gone all day Sunday. And then I was just, I've been tired all week. So I've watched like a few oranges new black. I watched those two shows, but I just, there's a few movies I want to watch like that ice road movies on Netflix. I know it's going to be garbage, but I want to watch it. <laughs> the, uh, the one on Hulu came on there. The, uh, the pregnant one, pregnant girl. Oh yeah. A false yeah. positive. That's yep. on Hulu. I do want to check that out. There's a couple others that have come on Netflix. I want to check out. I just, yeah, I just didn't have time this week and, and this last week and this week's looking a little better. Good. Um, yeah. I've watched three movies. They were all reruns for me, but basically, like I said, I spent some time this weekend with Julia and uh, we had been talking about like movies that we liked and we were going back and forth because we'll do the same thing like you and I do where we just quote yeah. movies. Um, so we found ourselves quoting Dodgeball and we're like, oh, how good was Dodgeball? So we went and we watched Dodgeball. And dodgeball is just so friggin' good. No matter how many times you watch it, it's always a fucking joy to watch. It's always funny. You're going to laugh. Maybe you're not going to laugh at every single part that you did the first time, but most likely you will because dodgeball is just fucking awesome. So we watched that one. Um, and then we were looking for something else to watch. And I wanted her to watch pop star, uh, the Andy Samberg one. Cause I know she's a big Andy Samberg fan and the lonely Island. So, um, I started to pop that one on and as I was scrolling down through, she was like, Oh, definitely. Maybe I've heard that one's really good. And I'm like, you've never seen definitely maybe. And she's like, no, everyone keeps telling me that it's really good. I was like, all right, we're going to stop. I haven't everything. seen that in forever. Oh, so I threw that on. Um, that was just great. By the end, she was crying, which was awesome. Um, I was a little as kid as well. Yep. As and, you should uh, be. Yep. So that was great. Uh, she was very impressed by that. And then we went back and watched Popstar. We only got about three quarters of the way through and something happened. I can't remember what it was, but we ended up stopping And She's like, we're finishing this next weekend. She goes, in fact, I think we should start back from the beginning and watch it again because she was having so much fun with it. It's just 
hilarious. Oh, um, nice. And the thing is, like she said right in the beginning, she's like, I can't believe how realistic this is because they really make it feel like a behind the scenes music thing. Uh, they get all these stars in there. Um, like one of the songs that he's performing in the beginning is talking about how humble he is over and over again, how humble, how humble I'm so humble. And then they get Mariah Carey on there and she's like, I really related to that because I'm probably the most humble person you will ever meet in the entire world. And it just, it's all completely realistic and they got so many stars. It's unreal. So yeah, we're going to rewatch that one next weekend as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, trailers and news items, I guess. It's summer, people. This is what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is. I, I don't see it getting much better over the coming weeks. Nope. Um, you sent me a ton of trailers. Yes. I commented on them, but did not send you any. So. Well, go ahead. Mate, well, that's kind of a lie. I did send you a news article. You did. You did send me a news article. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a full size trailer for the Suicide Squad, which I was already going to watch this movie. Yep. It looks phenomenal. Um, it really does look pretty awesome. And the big draw on this one is that we get to see Idris Elba's character Bloodsport. We get to hear that he's in jail because he put a kryptonite bullet in Superman. So we're kind of giving him some street cred. You know, that's that's his claim to fame or the reason that he's the badass that he is, which it's Idris Elba. So of course he's going to have to be the baddest of the badasses. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it does look pretty awesome. We got it. You know what? We got two trailers this week with movies that he's in. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, now that I we, think about that, we finally got an extended trailer for only murders in the building which is the Hulu original coming in August that has Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. I don't know. You, you skipped over one. Unless you what didn't. Is, I, well, you skipped over your guide to the Green Knight. Oh, yeah. Well, that was less of a trailer. I mean, the the Green Knight is that movie that I sent you a trailer for a while ago. And this is the guide, yes. which is basically like two and a half, three minutes long, explaining where the legend comes from. And it's kind of cool. Um, this is probably the greatest trailer I think we've ever seen and respect that explains the movie as far as like, hey, this is what the movie's about. This is who the Green Knight is. Hey, here are some supporting characters that are in the movie without giving away anything to the movie, without telling you about the movie. And it was so intriguing, interesting. It made you want to watch the movie. And what's awesome is I don't know anything about it. Unlike the <laughs> Halloween Kills trailer that oh. fucking showed us every cool kill that's going to be in it and told us way too much it's funny i sent that to you and petrie and he gave me the exact same thing like this is word for word he says oh my goodness it looks great they might have revealed a little bit too much in the trailer though <laughs> like yes 100 percent. Uh, i texted my buddy brandon who loves the halloween franchise he's been so excited for this movie as we have and i text him do not watch the halloween trailer um, like all caps. And he texts me back. I just did. Uh, I feel, I wish I hadn't, you know? Right? Yeah. It was, it, I wish I hadn't sent it to you. I wish that I had just been like, dude, by the way, don't watch this. But I was yeah. like, he follows all the horror stuff. He's going to oh, see. I, I would have seen it and I would have watched it. Yes. Yep. Yep. 
and, and here's the thing. He his hope is Brandon's hope is like, well, it's six months away or four months away. Maybe I'll forget about it before then. I went, oh, bullshit. You won't just like I'm not just like, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm still um, going to go watch the movie like that's that's a drive in or theater movie. I am not missing that one. Correct. Uh, you're right, though, about the Green Knight trailer. That is a, a good point. Like they act because when we first watched the trailer, I, the original trailer, I remember you and I both saying, who the fuck's Green Knight? We're like, I uh, yep. uh, think it's Arthurian. Maybe it looked like a round table. So it was nice that they were like, here's this guy. His, this is what he does. He had yep. an affair with this woman and she had an affair with this guy and blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah, cool. This is Merlin. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a magician. Like, yeah, it was it was really, really that, good. Yeah. The main character is the son of Morgan Le Fay. I'm like, sweet. I'm fucking down for that. Yeah. Yep. So you're saying full official trailer, only murders in the building. Yeah, I'm going to watch this no matter what, because it's Steve Martin and Martin Short. But basically, yeah, oh, yeah, just, I'm, I'm watching people it. are dying in their apartment building and they're setting out to find out. Looks goofy. Awesome. Uh, I've reluctantly sent you the one for Q-Force. I, I don't know what is going on with this. Yeah, I got it's, I got nothing. It's a Netflix show that's supposed to be the first queer um, super spies. And it's all the queer eye guys. Yeah, but it also seems very, like, almost offensive. I don't know. The way that I watched it, I'm like, I don't know. Are they going for an offensive kind of thing here? Well, to me, it almost looked like they took the ambiguously ambiguously gay duo from Saturday Night Live and said, let's turn this up a notch. Mm. Yeah. Except they're not ambiguous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'll be interested to see some of the uh, reviews when it comes out. It's definitely it's not definitely a game not, one watch for me. I say it's definitely not anything I plan on watching. Nope. Um, however, on the opposite end of the spectrum, got a trailer from Netflix for The Harder They Fall. Ooh, this looks so good. Hey, I'm <laughs> sorry. Hold on a minute. Go ahead. Oh, he has muted himself. He must be smacking down. It must be the dad talk smackdown. Gotta gotta enforce the justice on the kiddos or something. Either that or he's just like having a coughing fit and he didn't want to cough into the microphone. <sighs> it's entirely possible too that he could be back right now, but he's just trying to see how long I'm gonna riff on this. Whether I'll let there be some dead airspace or if I'll just keep going. Guess that is the question, isn't it? Will I just keep talking? Will I wait for him to come back? I mean, I could hit end call right now, and this whole thing would be done. Uh, nothing else happening. Ooh, maybe he got a work call. That could be it. Um, while he's gone, though, I will say, fucking this season of Rick and Morty is the tits. Check it out. It is so good. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see the next one. I was worried because, you know, sometimes these shows get a little long in the tooth, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it. And it's over the top. It's like they decided to just crank it up to 11 this time. So, yeah, definitely. If you're not watching Rick and Morty, fucking watch Rick and Morty. It's so good. I feel like I should play the Jeopardy theme now. <sighs> What is going on? Maybe we should have bets here. Like now taking all bets. What is Mike doing? 
what is happening that he just abandons us in the middle of his podcast, just like says, excuse me, and then just vanishes. What is it? Is it work related? Is he taking a poop? Maybe he had diarrhea. Maybe he had diarrhea. We're going with that. Yep. In fact, that's going to be the title of the episode. I'm locking it in now. Maybe he had diarrhea. And that'll be fun, too, because, you know, diarrhea is a really interesting word to try to spell. (sighs) The other option is that I could just sit here and wait for him to come back. I could probably pause the recording and then wait for him to come back. Um, But I don't really want to do that. I feel like if I have to sit here and wait, then everyone else will have to sit here and wait with me. That's right, Mike. You're sucking everybody else into this purgatory with me. Everybody's got to wait. So what's it going to be, pal? What's it going to be, buddy? Going to release everybody? Or are you just going to sit there on the other end, sniggering and saying, he, he, he. I wonder how long this will go on. Anyways, that was work asking me about putting a juvenile warrant into NCIC. There you have it, folks. Uh, whoever had work-related call, it was paying out at two to one, so you made yourself yeah. a little money. I'm the operations manager on call. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep, yep. So, the harder they fall, you were saying how excited you were to see this. Oh, hey, it's a Western. I fucking love Westerns. I love new Westerns that don't look like fucking garbage because there's so many that do. So a new looking badass Western, I'm all about. This looks badass, right? Doesn't it? Oh, it looks badass and it has a fucking stellar cast. Yeah. Yes, it does. Holy shit. Yes, it does. That's why I liked Westworld so much because Westworld was Western-esque like the first couple seasons, especially the first season. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I like the genre and, um, anyways, yeah, no, but this is the one that Idris Elba's in. Yes. Yeah. It looks, it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Stagecoach robbing, train robbing, outlaws, Western going to be fucking awesome. Looks yeah. Great. Yep. Um, they had a much longer trailer for the white Lotus, much like you. I was like, okay. And I kind of like half watched it and I'm like, I'm going to watch the show anyway. Um, I don't need to see more of it. It definitely was not to the level that Halloween kills was. It was yes. definitely, definitely not giving away that much, but it did give away quite a bit. Um, we got another full on trailer for Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. Yeah. What'd you think of this? So I already wanted to see it. Yep. Um, it looks great. Uh, everybody's pointing out that Emil Blonsky, AKA the abomination seems to be fighting in a arena at the end of the trailer. So yep. they could be bringing him back, which would be great. Um, you know, I'd love to have another foe for Hulk to fight other than just himself. But as I mentioned to you, I'm not 
sure how I feel about the changes that they made to the rings. Not that they made them bracelets, but the whole thing with the 10 rings in the comics was that each one of them had a different power. You had like, you know, a freeze ring and a fire ring and a mind control ring and a disintegration ring and telekinesis and all this different stuff. Like each ring, depending on where you flexed it, um, could do a different power. And this, it looks like they're just um, bands, wristbands that um, they, they're just like an extension, like an extra arm or something. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it's not the same as, and I know that sounds like a dick thing. Oh, it's not the same as the comics I grew up on. And yeah, I get it. You know, throw it at me in the comments, but I just, when I think of the 10 rings, I think of 10 magical rings that each have their own power. Maybe they're kind of burned out because they just did the infinity stones and they don't want to try to do that kind of stuff again, but I don't know. Right. What'd you think? Okay. So again, this was a Marvel movie where I, I, I was, I did not read this, these, these comics when I was a kid or even as an adult later in life. So I'm not a hundred percent familiar with the character, quite frankly. Um, when I watch the trailer, other than the fact that it's got some cool martial arts in it, there's nothing that wows me about it. But I can honestly say, like, it looks cool. But it's a Marvel movie, so I'm just going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. At this point, they they have generated enough good faith that I'm going to I'm going to watch it. What was the last time you watched a Marvel movie and you were disappointed and you're like, oh, that was that wasn't very good? Thor: The Dark World. Oh, okay. For me, it was Iron Man two. But I think I've blocked Thor the Dark World out of my memory because Ragnarok was so damn good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, no. So it's a Marvel flick, so I'm, I'm going to watch it. And you kind of have to keep invested in the universe so that, you know, as things come out, because they're all going to be connected. So you can't really, like, skip a movie because yeah. then you'll be missing part of the overarching story. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do about uh, Black Widow in a couple weeks? Are you going to go see it? Are you going to hope that it's going to play at a drive-in? What's your plan of attack? Oh, I'm really hoping that it's going to play at a drive-in. Yeah, I have no interest in spending 40 bucks on Disney Premier Access for this. No, no, that will not happen. Um, yeah. I'm really hoping it's playing at a drive-in and uh, just going to go from there. Yep. Yep. Same. <laughs> Same here, sir. Same here. <laughs> uh Got a trailer for a show called Schmigadoon. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it's about, but I'm going to watch the shit out of it. It's Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong and then a yep. bunch of others, and they're trapped inside of a musical. Fucking, I'm sold. That's it. Done. They're trapped in a musical. They know that they're trapped in a musical, so I'm there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. It's Alan got, Cumming, uh, Kristen Chenoweth. Fred Armisen, Dove Cameron, Aria Du Bois, Jimmy Cardell, and yeah, Annie Harada, Jane Krakowski has Martin Short are in it as guest stars. Mm-hmm. Looks like only six episodes coming to Apple TV. Yeah, I'm watching the hell out of it. Goddamn right. Um, and then today I sent you one for a show coming out again, Apple TV Foundation. Yeah. Based it, on an uh, Isaac Asimov look- story. It looks pretty damn great, doesn't it? It does. Like, I was expecting it to be just a generic sci-fi, but this seems very epic. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Uh, 
get to see some older guy who's looking in at a fetus in a what looks like a back to tank and he's like it's so odd watching yourself being born and you've got these people who are in charge who are talking about how their genetic line has ruled for centuries because they keep cloning themselves and rebirthing themselves and now you've got this one outlier who is like yeah uh it doesn't have to be this way we can be better and now there's a war and oh it just looks good i'm hoping it doesn't get mired in politics like remember how battlestar galactica would be like oh it's a good episode oh it's yes. a politics episode yep yes yes i do so i'm hoping that's not the case here but either way um yeah uh, it looked awesome super excited uh i sent you a bit of a news just basically um apparently uh jansen eccles and his wife are making a prequel to supernatural about uh sam and dean's parents how they got together how and their hunting days and it's going to be narrated by uh jensen ackles replay reprising his role as, as dean as the narrator um you know talking about his parents uh-huh and uh i don't know do you believe it's true initially it came out that uh jared padalecki was pissed off because he wasn't involved or found out about it by reading about it on twitter and do you believe that was just a work or, or sorry that was just them messing around or do you think it was legit what's your thoughts it seemed legit because he responded in two different places like he responded to jensen's announcement or jared's announcement was like wow uh happy for you bud wish i could have heard about it somewhere than twitter and then a fan was like dude tell me this isn't real And he's like i'm gutted i just found out about it this is ridiculous um eric kripke also jumped in on it and said that he's super excited about the project because he always envisioned more for john and mary but um that he knows it's in good hands with jared and daniel uh but that Jensen or no Jensen and Daniel, but Jared is too busy Texas Rangering. Yep. He really is though. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yep. So regardless of all that, my question is this, we had 15 seasons of supernatural and a lot of those involved flashbacks or time travel to go back and watch Mary and John get together. Mary and John start out. Mary and John with dad. Uh, like we've already gotten a lot of this stuff. Are they are they going to have episodes where you know we're watching Mary and John do stuff, and then we'll have the grown up boys show up in there because you know they time traveled back in one of the episodes to meet up with them? And yeah, uh, I don't That's know. That's a valid. It's a valid question. I'm I'm not totally sold on this because again, I'm one of the people who thinks that they got way too lengthy. Like they should have been done after like season five, but a lot of people disagree with me. That's fine. I don't think we need more in this case though. Nope. I don't think we do either. Okay. You're, you're more of the supernatural later season fan than I was. So I wanted your take on it. Yeah, no, I, uh, Again, like the concept sounds like, oh, that's kind of neat. But then you look at what they've already created in the universe as far as for um, consistency is not the word I want to use, but you know what I'm talking about. Continuity. Continuity. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, it's I, I think it's kind of inappropriate. Yep. Yeah. Um, Quite I'm frankly, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. It's a yeah. cash grab is what it feels like. Oh, one one. Th- 
thousand percent. One thousand percent a cash grab. Jensen's mad that Jared got a new gig on Walker, Texas Ranger, and that he doesn't have anything other than being Soldier Boy in season three of The Boys. And so he's like, I want to do something else. I'll do something that I control. (coughs) Yep. Yeah, probably. But yeah, no, 100%. It's. Yeah. Um, I had a few news items. Uh, I was I was happy to report, and I believe I sent it to you that uh, Netflix turned down Manifest. Woo! Yeah, that's good. They, I saw they, something. Glad tonight, they didn't though. screw that up. Yeah, I saw something tonight where the creator says that he wants to give fans the ending that they deserved, whether or not Netflix picks them up. So who knows what he's trying to do? But um, yeah, good luck to you, pal. What they deserved was cancellation. Sorry. Yep. Um. There's this was fun. I sent you this. Apparently on Cameo, uh, Tom Welling was talking to a fan and he's like, yeah, me and Michael Rosenbaum are working together. There's going to be an animated Smallville series coming. We're lending voices. Uh, Don't tell anybody. And of course, the fan was like, yeah, I'm going to tell everybody because I'm sure he knew that that would happen. Well, yeah. So apparently we're going to get more Smallville. That's kind of cool. Animated series Smallville. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what, what comes of that. Yep. Um, turns out it's, that it's still no Tom Welling in a uh, in the Superman costume. Yep, yep. Um, John Bokenkamp is also leaving the blacklist after this season. He's the guy who's been running it all this time, and well, he just he's ready to do other things. Um, dude, I read the recap for the finale of this season. Do you, do you want me to tell you what happened? Shh, throw it at me. Okay. So remember how Katarina got killed by Red? Yep. I don't know how, but apparently she's still alive. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I literally don't know how. I didn't even read into it because I said the same thing you did. I'm like, oh, fuck that. Uh, so she's still alive, but now Liz has been killed. Because apparently her and Red were going to have a showdown to take over his criminal empire. And then since he's dying, he was like, I'll let you kill me. You can like, I'll wander out here. You shoot me. And then people will know that you're a badass. You can take over my criminal empire. But they had both gone after this one guy on the blacklist and they thought they killed him. But one of his guys killed Liz before she put Red down because she faltered. So he killed Liz. And uh, so now Red is still around and takes all of his secrets to his grave. Um, did, did Liz, was she legit dead? Uh, allegedly. And like I said, Megan Boone said she was leaving the show. She is not coming back. Yeah. That I did know. So yeah, apparently Liz is now dead. Um, maybe she could go and, uh, get a guest spot on new Amsterdam with Tom. I mean, uh, Max. Yeah, maybe that'd be fun. So, but yeah, now even the creator, you know, John Bokenkamp is leaving. So I think we got out at a good time. I think so too. Uh, This one came out of left field. I had no idea that it was out there and it only got like one headline, which I was surprised at, but there's a new galaxy quest TV show coming and it's being co-created by uh, Georgia Pritchett. Who's one of the writers of succession and Simon Pegg. Huh. Yep. Really? Yep. 
Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. So, excuse me. So, yeah, I, I want to see how that's going to unfold. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Galaxy Quest. Yeah, me too. Um, and then a couple of things tonight that popped up. Uh, they've announced that the seventh Transformers movie is going to be called Rise of the Beasts. <sighs> and it's going to deal with the Beast Wars Transformers. Okay. And tonight they announced that Optimus Primal will be voiced by Ron Perlman. That, okay. That's all I've got for that. I, I honestly couldn't care less and I will not watch this movie, but good for Ron Perlman, I guess. Yep. Um, this is interesting. This just popped up tonight. Um, John Lithgow is going to reprise his role as the Trinity killer in the Dexter revival. He's dead though. Yeah, he is dead. Is and it going to be flashback? Said, they haven't said what's going to happen, but they said that it will make sense for the Dexter revival. So okay. maybe it'll be flashback. Maybe it'll be a ghost type thing, you know, like he's seeing his face. I don't know, but it's cool. Uh, I trust yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this one. So I didn't watch The Bad Batch this week. Apparently, The Bad Batch this week gave us the big reveal of what the deal is with Omega. You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. So remember when this takes place in the timeline, we've seen young Kanan. Or, or whatever he was going by as a name there. Um, so this is earlier on. Omega is the second unaltered Jango Fett clone. So Omega is Boba Fett's sister. Okay. So where has Omega been during all the movies and TV series and everything else? And does this mean that we're now going to get her cast in the book of Boba Fett? Cause as somebody said, they're like, this is a kid show. They're not going to kill off a kid on a kid's show. Nope. They're not, but she has to be somewhere or have perished for some reason. So it's possible that we will never see her again. You know, maybe something happened or it's possible that we are going to see the grown up version of her in a live action series coming up. Yep. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Um, wind out of sails over here though. Yeah. I was hoping for something much cooler, much, you know, more impressive, but yeah, it says, um, uh, says, in other words, Star Wars like Bounty Hunter now has a little sister, one with all of their father's impressive skills as a Mandalorian warrior, as well as enhancements that could make her even more formidable than Boba. Well, I guess we'll see what, where it goes. I, it doesn't excite me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was legit hoping that we were going to get a Jedi reveal. You know, something impressive like that, that might tie into Rey or yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouch, damn it. Sorry, I bumped my elbow. Oh, I thought maybe you stuck your finger in a fan. No, no, I just bumped my elbow, and it hurt. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad I gave up on the Bad Batch. Yeah, I, I can't see myself going back now. Like, I'll, what, I'll read the recaps to find out what's going on. But yeah, 
that that's that's all I got for this week. Okay, well, um, that's all I got too. So I'm on Twitter. I'm Superstar Mel. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well, kinda, and I am the Quantum Geek G33K. And that is our Shazo. Thank you for listening. No, that is our show. Thank you.